Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X, and I'd just like to say hello. I hope all is well with you and that you're walking in the commandments of our Father, walking in obedience and loving one another as you love the world also, not to love the things of the world, but to have that love of our Messiah to see the world come to the Father. Amen? So today I like to I like to just reach out and say to everyone who's listening and I pray that when you listen to me that I'm bringing forth the true word of the Lord that I am truly being used of the Most High for your betterment that you are lifted up, that you are encouraged, that you receive from the Lord and and not from me, but I am just a vessel he uses to pour out his power and his glory and his love. And I pray that I am not someone who is just seeking out the things that please me and to do this just to feel like I'm something special and I'm above others. And I don't want to come off like that, and I hope I don't. I truly want to reach out to the nations and see people who are hurting, who are lost, being brought into the kingdom that it will glorify my father and not me. I mean, we all like attention. We all like to see that we're succeeding at something. But I don't want to be a selfish man. I want to be a man who looks out for his brethren who looks out for those who are yet to enter into the kingdom and to care for the others that are in need of caring. And I want to be able to help all my brothers and sisters who are out there ministering. I want to come beside them and and help them and encourage them. And and I pray that they would uh, be encouraging towards me and we would work together as one not trying to put ourselves above each other, but to stand side by side preaching the gospel message. Because unfortunately, you do run into people who do ministry to elevate themselves. They are not really concerned about other people around them. They're not really concerned about helping prepare others to do the ministry the Lord has called them to. And this is what we need to do. We need to use our giftings. We need to use our, our all of our talents and the anointing that's upon our lives to encourage each other, to build each other up, to look after each other. Not looking at one another as we're in competition. And not thinking lowly of somebody else that you're superior to them. But knowing that we are all equal in the eyes of the Lord and all are in need of a Savior. We unite through humility. We unite in 
the fact that we are humbled together before our Lord in heaven. And this is something Paul was teaching the, the church at Philippi about uniting uniting in their humility, not trying to be superior to each other, but joining together as humble people to see that the gospel is preached. If you follow along with me in the scriptures, turn to Philippians chapter 2. I'm going to start reading the first verse. The scriptures read, Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord of one mind, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for interest of others. So Paul is telling them, we're in Christ, and we have comfort and love and fellowship in the spirit of our Lord, affection and mercy. And he says, fulfill my joy by being like-minded and having the same love, being in one accord and in one mind. He wants them to be united in the mind of our of our Savior, not thinking of our own ways and our own mind and trying to make other people conform to what we want. And I've seen that a lot, especially in the mission field. You see missionaries uh, show up. I was a missionary in Mexico, and they there are some, not all, but there are some that will go to a different nation and they'll try to make uh, the churches of that nation that they visit conform to what they think they they should be doing. The way they they do their their religious programming on Sunday, they'll show up, and I've seen this in Mexico. Uh, groups will show up, and you have to tell the churches there you got to do it this way. If you don't, you're wrong. Well, because you do it that way, it works for you. Say here in the United States but that may not work in Mexico or another country because of the culture. But some people think that everybody has to think the way they think. But it should be that all of us should be thinking as a Savior thought, to walk in his commandments, to walk by the Spirit that we may hear from the Lord, and that we may know the Scriptures and agree upon the scriptures and do as the scriptures say. And Paul goes on to say, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. And so what Paul is saying here, we shouldn't be out there looking out just for us. I got to get my ministry going. I got to make all the money. I want to be famous. And it's sad there's people who preach the gospel 
and their whole point is to be rich and famous. And I, I've seen it. Um, I know a lady preacher. And back when I was younger, I wasn't even saved yet. I would uh, see this woman, this woman preach, and I was like, "Wow, this woman is powerful." And she was, and she started becoming well known, and she got built up. And before you knew it, this woman who would visit our church that I attended with my family when I was younger, she would come there a lot. But she stopped coming because she became well known, and she started charging churches like thousands of dollars for her to come. And so. Before you knew it, she was popular, well-known, so she put a price tag on the preaching of the gospel, and if you want me to come uh, and fellowship with you and minister to you, I need this amount of money to show up. And I was like, wow. It became all about the money and all about the popularity. She was no longer concerned about building up the body. She was no longer esteeming others better than herself and when he Paul teaches to to do this in lowliness of mind and let each other esteem others better than himself it doesn't mean forget about you and just let everything that the Lord's called you to do to fall to pieces and all you do is, is help somebody else and ignore your calling no you join your calling with those you see who are truly seeking the Lord and doing his will and you help them, but they should also have the same mindset to help you. So we should be coming together in humility, encouraging each other, uh, moving uh, forward with each other, helping build each other up in the calling of the Lord. We should humble ourselves to the point that we're not putting ourselves down, but we understand we need to help our brethren. And when we all have that mindset, we're all helping each other, we become one in the Lord. One body moving as different parts of the body. You have hands, you have feet, you have arms, you have legs, you have eyes, you have ears, you have a mouth. But you're one body. And all these parts work together for the betterment of the body. The legs carry the body. The arms are able to open up doors for the body. The eyes see danger coming so that the body may oh, seek shelter. The ears hear the danger coming. And your mouth will speak. Will speak to others saying, danger is coming. So your body works together and it warns the whole person, the whole body, all the people when it is needed. And we will build each other up. We will carry each other. We will open doors for each other. We will look out for each other. We will listen to each other and we will speak and build up each other. And the body does this for the body. So don't put yourself down just so somebody else can be lifted up. But help lift up each other. When you're climbing over that obstacle and you get to the top, reach back. Grab a hold of another 
and start pulling them, them up so when they get up there to the top, they can reach back and grab hold of another, and it becomes a chain. It becomes a body helping itself get over the obstacles. So never do anything out of uh, selfish ambition. It's all about you or conceit. You think you're better than everybody else, so you should get all the best. And it's always bothered me, you know, being I'm an African-American, a black man here in America, and I grew up in a predominantly uh, black church. And I noticed when we fellowship with other predominantly black churches, how they would just just esteem the pastor uh, to the point where he was almost like a god. And it's not just in uh, among my people, my culture, but it's an issue throughout the world, through the body, that somebody gets esteemed in a local fellowship to the point where they're right about everything and everybody's trying to do for that pastor or trying to get close to the pastor and that pastor doesn't correct them on that but receives all this glory, all this uh, um, butt kissing, <laughs> excuse me, but that's what it, it comes down to and I, I've seen so many uh, feel that they need to be treated so special. Like I said, this lady preached and she was good and she became known then she's like, well, you have to pay me. And I've seen this pastors in local fellowship. You have very good pastors out there, and I applaud them. But then you get some who I would see growing up that um they would bring people to attend to them while they were preaching, and they get done, and they put a, a robe over them. They have those really nice robes, and I've seen them wrap a towel around their throat, and then they bring them something like orange juice or water and just stand there with a fan fanning them, and I'm like, is that really necessary? Isn't he supposed to, or she's supposed to be a servant and reach out to the people, and he gets the best seat, and he gets all all the food, and uh, you you see people getting his car for him, so he doesn't have to walk out there, and it was raining, they pop on an umbrella and uh, cover him so he can get to his running car that somebody's already started. But this widow who's been in the body and that fellowship for years raised up generations, this little old lady is completely ignored as she struggles to walk out in the rain across the parking lot to her car. But where's the respect for her? Well, she can't do anything for you, so that doesn't help with your ambition. So she's ignored or that old man's ignored or uh, that that guy who was on crutches and he's struggling to get in. Why? Because you're too busy kissing the behind of the pastor because you want to be uh, part of his clique and you want to be known and you want to be built up. That's not right. I'm just telling the truth here, people. We have stopped trying to be a corporation and trying to climb the corporate ladder within the body because that's not how it's done. The Lord elevates those who humble themselves, not those who go after the high position, not those who want to be part of the pastoral clique and, and brag about how they hang out with the pastor and they get the pastor um, on speed dial on their phone and 
they had dinner at the pastors last night and uh, blah, 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 and I'm going to be a pastor and I'm going to be doing this and doing that. No, that's not how it's done. You're supposed to work with everyone as an equal. Yes, there are those who teach and preach, minister to us, and they deserve they deserve respect. But we should respect each other anyways. I just feel somebody really needs to hear this. Lay down your selfish ambitions. Stop being so conceited thinking you're better than everyone else. Knowing that you're in the same position we are in need of a savior. So, we all have gifts. Our Lord gave us his spirit, and the Holy Spirit has been poured out. Those who have been baptized in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is the very character and nature of our Lord. And he manifests in us with different characteristics and different giftings of the Lord. And our gifts are not for us to be able to brag about how great we are. We're the greatest prophet. We're the greatest pastor, preacher. We're the greatest teacher, evangelist, apostle. Even though we say apostle around many people nowadays, it's like, oh, the apostles ended uh, with Jesus, which is not true. Because the apostolic is part of God's character. And he did not wipe out part of his character. the pastoral gifting, the shepherd, the teacher, apostle, which is the emissary, which goes to establish the kingdom of the Lord and his authority. The prophetic, words of wisdom and knowledge. These are aspects of the character of our Lord. And he did not change. The word tells us He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Why are you preaching that his gifting, his character has been shortchanged and he's done away with part of it? Why is that believed? Because people are ignorant and believe anything that comes from a pulpit just because somebody has a title. Not everyone, but we let people teach us without us making sure they're teaching right. You have to take up the scriptures for yourself and search the scriptures, know the scriptures. So when somebody tells you something, you you should know and to tell you right or wrong. So the giftings of our Lord, his character poured out into his body are there to edify the entire body or to lift up each other with our gifts and not just manifest a great ministry where we're being uh, praised and money's being thrown to us. This is not the way. We're there with our gifts to build each other up in the body. You follow along, turn to Ephesians chapter 4. I'm going to start reading in verse 11. And it reads, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, 
and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come to the to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ that we should be no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried away with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. But speak the truth and love. May grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. The whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. So he gave the gifting our Lord by the Spirit was manifested these gifts and character of God the Most High within his people. And the whole point of the gifts are for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. So we're there to build each other up until we see his body, the Son of the Most High, Yeshua Jesus, that we reflect him that we are edified, that we are built up in love and his image and his power and his spirit and his word. So he will have that body without spot or blemish that he may rest on it for he is the head of all things. And we are his body. We're there to build up the body for the glory of the Lord, not for our own selfish ambition. So use your gift to build up your brethren. Use your gift to edify. Use your gift that we may be a complete body, that the head of the church, the head of the body, who is Yeshua, may rest upon it. And we do his perfect will in love, no longer being deceived by every wind of doctrine. Don't be deceived when somebody comes to your church and they, they're teaching a new, quote-unquote, doctrine. Do not be deceived. Do not let the body be deceived. We have to be vigilant in this, that we build up the body and are edified in him our Lord, that we will know what is of him and what is not of him when it shows up so that we are not deceived, that we stand strong together and not allow lying doctrines of men and demons to enter into the body. We argue and fight over so many different things and we need to realize that something has 
infiltrated the body like a virus, a sickness, a cancer. And you don't allow the cancer to grow. You have it taken out. It makes me think last year, you may heard me mention this, a very good friend of mine, she was like an older sister to me. She got a hold of some bad doctrine. And she believed that Christians shouldn't get sick and should never go to the doctor because of this doctrine. And she found herself getting sicker and sicker and sicker and she would never go to the doctor till one day her grandson found her weak at home and he called the ambulance. And by the time they got her to the hospital, they did tests and then found out that she had cancer all through her body. It just had taken over. There was nothing they could do within a week of after, uh, within a week of discovering all this cancer in her body, she passed away. Because of false doctrine, she allowed the cancer to grow and to take her life. We as a church, we cannot allow cancerous doctrine to come within the body and grow and kill the body, but we must be strong in the Lord and edify each other, nurture each other, take care of each other by the giftings of our Lord according to his word and his spirit and his love. Esteem others better than yourselves. It's not about being popular. This is not a popularity contest. This is understanding that we have a limited time in this natural world and our natural body will come to its end. But it's not the end of the story. We will continue on. For our spirit man is eternal. And our bodies will be resurrected. And we will live on. But how will we live? Will we live in the kingdom of the most high? Or will we be cast down to utter darkness for all eternity? Build each other up. Let us work together as one body, the body of Jesus, Yeshua. And we may honor our Lord, our Heavenly Father, and to do his will. We are one body. We are not many denominations. These denominations created by men, not called out by the Lord. He did not send his son to die to start a new religion or to create a denomination. He sent his son to redeem his people. And that's what we need to be about his business. It's all about redemption, reconciliation. That those who are lost, all humanity, will be reconciled unto the Lord. And he's given us giftings. He's given us the ministry of reconciliation the word of reconciliation, and he's given us power by the blood of his son and by the power of his spirit to build up the body, to do the work of the ministry, and to call the loss to the Father. Esteem others better than yourself. Bring them into the kingdom. Build them up. Build up your brethren, and they will help build you up. Let us esteem each other better than ourselves. 
Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your giftings. Thank you that we are able to be there with each other and for each other, to glorify your name and to do the work of the ministry as one body. Let us sustain each other. As you lowered yourself to be a man for our benefit, let us learn from that example and in humility reach out to the lost and reach out to each other. Oh, glorious King, I honor you today. Thank you, Father. Glory to your name. This has been Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. Been a great spending time with you. May the Lord continue to bless you and keep you. Esteem others better than yourself. Love one another. For this is the will of our Lord. And his will be done. Not our will, but his will be done. Amen. Love you all. Be blessed.